podcast. Midweek. The Midweek Muscle Podcast starts now. Hey, good people. Happy Wednesday. This is Jay-Z bringing you your dose of the Midweek Muscle. How you guys doing? Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, or whenever you're deciding to listen into this podcast. Thank you so much for joining. Whether you spoke to me personally or you found your way here through a recommendation, number one, welcome, welcome, and welcome. And I thank you for taking the ingenuity and the effort to make it here so we can sit here and talk to each other. Hi, I'm Jay-Z, your gracious host. What's your name? Oh, you don't want to speak it into the air? That's fine. So welcome. Number one, there's space for you. Number two, if you've, you know, Again, out of all of the different podcasts that you could possibly listen to, um, you may want to know why we do what we do here and why it's so important and near to our hearts. The Midweek Muscle was created to give peaceful and positive perspective to attack some of those obstacles or barriers that have a tendency to stand in the middle of our weeks, right? Our working weeks, our lives, uh, our goals, the things that we're trying to get to. And so we come to you in the middle of the week to give you that sort of power push, not only to get to the weekend so you can finish your week strong, but also to add some perspective that may help you with something that you may have been, you know, wrestling with in your head and in your heart. So hence the midweek muscle. We're glad you're here. So uh, good people, do you notice anything different? Huh? Huh? Yes, you guessed it. I had a voice facelift. (laughs) Weird in so many ways, I know. Um, Last week, I was struggling with every ounce of my breath to keep my voice. And this week, it sounds like, last week, what? So we're back at it. And I'm so happy to have my voice back and that I don't have to strain as much. I've been told by a vocal coach or one or two that I have a tendency to talk down on my vocal cords, which is why the strain happens so much. And um, that just comes from pure laziness of not using my diaphragm in the pit of my gut like I should be. So um, yeah, you get it. You get it. But happy my voice is back. And I hope you're happy too, because it definitely sounds a lot different and I can tell the difference too. So it's a little bit more of a surprise for you. And speaking of surprise, right? That's the name of the title of this week's episode, Untie the Ribbon. So here's your gift. No, just kidding. I just, starting out like a There's no easy way to put this. And you guys know that I'm not generally this type of person where I'm just pricking, pricking, pricking at you um, to get a point across because it's not my style at all. However, uh, there's no easy way to say it other than we just grow dull sometimes. Yes, there, I said it. I wish you could see me like my eyes are closed and I'm squinting as if to not be hit. Like, don't hit me. Okay. We grow dull sometimes. When I say we, I'm, I'm specifically referring to like the adults, like adults, the working adults. Um, and dull is a very descriptive word for adult life and adult character. 
is super descriptive and it's not positive either. Um, so you'll, I, I'll tell you where it came from. It, it, it came from this quote, uh, that I saw yesterday evening. I was headed into the store because I needed something to cook for dinner. And there was a lady walking into the store and her bag, her bag had this quote. Um, and I just so happened to catch my attention out of all the things that could have caught my attention. I just so happened my eye, my eyesight was in her sight line. Um, and so I just so happened to look up and I saw the quote and the, and the, and I, and I saw it and I, I thought out loud and I was just like, Hmm, I can dig that. I, I like it. I like it. And so it inspired today's episode, right? Untie each day for the gift that it is. Right? Untie each day for the gift that it is. And so the quote that was on her bag was something along the lines of, and I should have wrote it down or taken a picture, but I didn't because I was moving fast. But the quote was something along the lines of, each day is a gift, untie the ribbon. Each day is a gift, so untie the ribbon. And that was it. So I'll let that sink in. So... And thinking about that, right, each day as a gift, y'all, I, I mean, I don't even know the specific number anymore, nor do I really want to know, but in the U.S. alone, uh, over 1,500 people are losing their lives every single day over COVID. And so truly, when you think about what is happening out there, not to mention all of the other emergencies where people are just tragically taken away from us too soon. Um, each day is really a gift right now, uh, because others are not as fortunate and it's causing us to lose a little bit of hope. I don't know about you, but I had to stop tracking COVID numbers and I had to stop tracking all of the things because it, it started to put me in a place where I was losing hope. And so, yes, I think it's important to practice safety measures as much as I can, but I couldn't stay on the news as much as I was in the news about COVID. And I know I dropped that factor figure just a little bit ago, but it's, it's not because I'm incessantly watching the news like I was when, you know, things were first developing in 2020. And so if nothing else, good people, if you can hear me out there, don't lose hope. I also want to share with you guys that I felt a little inspired by some other things this week, right? Like how um, maybe we don't untie the the gift or untie the bow of a new day as adults because of that idea of growing dull, but also because of, uh, you know, what might be impacting us in that way. Um, so the reference that I had to this and the inspiration behind this is like our taste buds. Maybe we've grown dull like our taste buds. And you'd be like, wait, how did, how, Jay-Z, how did taste buds get up in the mix here? Okay, hear me out really quick before you shut it down. Hear me out. You, you cool? Hear me out for a second? Thank you. Thank you so much. So check this out. A nurse friend of mine told me at one point in time that kids have different tastes, preferences, or 
than um, adults because their taste buds are more sensitive. So that is the exact reason why you could get, you know, a cluster of young people around a cluster of adults. And if the, the adult handed the child, like, let's say, mm, sharp cheddar or like brie cheese or goat cheese, the kid might cough and gag and run away. <laughs> Have you ever tried to give a young person something that you thought tastes amazing and they just hurt your feelings because they said, yucky, poo-poo, or they just flat out just threw it to the ground or something? Never had that experience? Okay, go spend time with like a 10-year-old or less or like lesser of age. They'll show you very quickly. Um, but my nurse friend told me that, and I thought that was pretty interesting at the time because no, I didn't know that children had um, more sensitive taste buds than adults. Um, I just thought that their taste buds were forming and maybe they just hadn't been exposed. So at some point they needed to be exposed. That was my thinking. Um, however, I decided to look it up because I was just so intrigued. Like, wow, that's really unique here. This whole time I'm thinking that little kids don't eat what adults eat because maybe they aren't quote unquote cultured enough, or maybe they just not been quote unquote exposed to enough. Now, don't get me wrong. The, the eating patterns of the child are similar to their parents. So there are some things that they just won't eat because of the sensitivity, but in general, they eat similar to how the parents eat sometimes, most times. Anyway, I looked it up. And so what I found is that staying on the line of taste buds, a child's taste buds are different from adults because they have a higher concentration of taste buds that are receptive to sweet taste. Hmm, get that. Sweet sensations have been known to calm down infants or even relieve pain in children and babies. Another fun fact. However, these taste bud differences also make children highly and I mean highly sensitive to bitter flavors. While this might make children reluctant to eat their vegetables, uh, doctors and researchers have said that it also serves an important purpose. Our bitter receptors help us to detect toxic compounds. What do you know? The more sensitive a child is to bitter flavors, the less likely they are to consume something that could be that could poison them. That's what the doctors and the researchers say. And I thought that was so awesome to know, number one, the benefits of those highly concentrated sweet taste buds, but also to know like, this is why there's such a difference at the dinner table over what a kid wants for dinner versus what the adult wants for dinner, right? So Keeping this in line with my point, because I don't want to get too far away from this, is that in the throes of adulting, you are likely to do one of these things or multiples at the same time. I mean, rather it be caring for family, paying bills, trying to live your best life, trying not to be pissed off by your work, your spouse, your kids, get enough rest be a caregiver, 
cook dinner, get and further your education, follow your ambition, feel good, less stress, find an easy button for running all of your errands, bringing in the money you need for the life you feel you deserve, all the while not getting fired for clapping back at your coworker or boss, not getting caught up in some complicated situation with friends or romantic partners, not getting evicted or having to pay late fees for late payments, not go hungry, not pay all this money, not to reap the benefits from something like school, gym, or extracurriculars, staying playful and prayerful if praying is your thing and something that you do, and be your best self. Dot, dot, dot. Dot, dot. <laughs> Did you catch a couple of those? Were you feeling like, oh, yeah, yes. Keep calling my life. Why don't you? Listen, good people, that's a lot. And I mean, that's a lot. And many of these things are what you call avoidant goals versus achievement goals. We'll get into that different time, different date. Maybe the, maybe this time next week, we'll talk about achievement versus avoidant because I think that concept is also very interesting. Um, but many of those are avoidant type goals. And many of those avoidant goals can come as a result of trying to be responsible and going through the day-to-day without trouble finding you. And again, we'll talk about more about how this happens at a later time, but Many avoidant goals come as a result of not wanting to um, experience reprimand or anything negative as a result of the experience. So I look at that just like our taste buds. Having a high receptivity to the day, like to the top of your day, like the gift we are unwrapping allows us to see the possibilities of achievement and how we can create a pathway of small achievements that can lead us to the bigger thing that we're trying to get to, right? Having that high receptivity to the day, that gratitude, that zest, that zeal that that allows us to, to see the possibilities of what the day can bring, all of the opportunities, uh, those can create small pathways of small achievements that lead to your bigger goal or your bigger ambition, right? On the contrary, going through the day-to-day and the week-to-week becomes so ingrained in our minds that we go on autopilot like those taste buds of adults. We can potentially consume something poisonous to our lives because a high receptivity isn't there anymore. Sometimes in the day-to-day, we might not even know that some of our patterns or habits are poisonous to our growth, our ambition, and our hope. A couple of quick examples that fit the bill here are things like, for example, daily drinking. Trust me, I would love nothing more than to have a glass of wine every single day at dinner, a little bit before dinner, a little bit after dinner, a little bit after dessert. Like I would love nothing more than to have that. But I know that if I were to participate in daily drinking, the brain becomes a little fuzzy 
and it is difficult for the body to recharge and spring up in the mornings, let's say as if you weren't consuming alcohol every single day, multiple times a day. Another example, right? If drinking isn't the thing, another example could be the daily occurrences of speaking down to yourself. And when I mean speaking down to yourself, like saying like, oh, you're so stupid. Don't try that. It's not going to work. I shouldn't have done that. I'm so stupid. Things of that nature. Speaking down to yourself. After so many times, your actions begin to reflect the words that you've listened to from you. So good people, all in all, we can't undull those taste buds. We just can't. We can't make them come back. However, well, not however, technically, while having those, that higher rate of um, taste bud receptors can be beneficial for recognizing toxins, They also crave sweets, which can lead to obesity, according to the doctors. So they, the doctors did go on to say like, you know, even though children have a high receptivity for sweets and it helps them to reduce pain and feel calm, another thing that it can contribute to is obesity. So again, too much of a good thing can still be bad. We can do and this is what the doctors recommended, a balanced diet can ensure someone is healthy. Now, of course, they're referring to food, but I am going to refer to just the occurrences of life, a balanced diet, the things that you do, the things that you consume, not only with your with your uh, food, but with your mind, your media consumption, what you read, what you're ingesting, who you're talking to. A balanced diet in that regard can ensure that you are healthy. We can do our day-to-day and still find room to experience gratitude, goodness, and opportunity in every single day. We can shift to a different view, and in any case, we can always try something new to see if it can yield a different and even better result. Like, for instance, go ahead. Go ahead, sis. Get that rest. Your brain will remember more in the morning anyway. Like, go ahead, bro. Call that friend and check in. Talk to them about how they're doing. Talk to them about how you're doing. Give them some of your ideas. Talk about your plan. If you can't talk about your plan in a safe place with others, we may need to reevaluate who those others are are. Whomever those people are for you, they should be safe. Like you shouldn't feel fear of retaliation or retribution or reprimand of any sort, or that someone's going to just up and take your idea and run off with it. So call that friend and check in and give them your ideas or your plan, right? They may have a connection or an idea that you've been racking your brain over for the last weeks, months, or even years, right? There's so many different and new ways that we can take on this kind of thinking and, and, and really be, and really reap the benefit from that. And I think if we stay committed, like every day will be a choice. 
Every day will be a choice if you're going to step into it and untie it versus step into it and just get through it. And my, my friends, you know, just getting through life isn't the goal. Like being convicted and, 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 and stepping into the day with, with the, the mindset of wanting to unwrap it. That's the goal. And I know that some days this is a much easier thing said than done. But that too, in and of itself, is a practice which can ultimately become a habit and one that you choose to live your life by. Good people, that's all I have for you today. I hope it was helpful. I hope you liked that analogy. If you made it this far, you made it to the end of the episode and I thank you for listening in. Hey, listen, was was this helpful for you? Or was this something that you can use? If it's not, I understand. However, do you know somebody that could use a word like this? Do you mind if you share it with them? Please, pretty please. And also, you know, I do best when I receive feedback. Drop a rating, drop a drop a hint, drop a drop a message to me. Email, text, jz at the midweekmuscle.com. Social media, you can find me at the midweek muscle or Twitter at midweek muscle. I thank you guys for joining me this week. I can't wait to talk about achievement versus avoidant with you next week. And uh, as we as we get jump-started and midway through January, I hope that we can adopt some of this thinking, even though it's difficult to kickstart us for this new year. I thank you guys so much. I love you so much. I hope you have an awesome Wednesday where you can kind of adopt this sort of thinking and maybe try it out tomorrow and Friday And maybe even on your weekend, who knows what you might run into. I can't wait to hear how it works out for you. And so until this time next week, same place, same time, I can't wait to meet you back here. And ultimately, I want you to have an awesome kick butt rest of your week. And as always, let's go.